John, you and I both have spent way too much of our lives in locker rooms around uh, professional athletes, sometimes around <laughs> people with remarkable physiques uh, in some state of undress. And I don't think you and I had to think about it too hard to realize that we would never want ourselves to ever have to have any kind of physical conflict against these human beings. And yet there is a video out this weekend of Cam Newton getting attacked by three or four guys while wearing, for some reason, a Wicked Witch of the West hat. Cam Newton, a quarterback, not even like a defensive end, not Daniil Hunter, not, uh, you know, not Aaron Donald, a quarterback. Takes these guys on, throws them around like they're rag dolls, and the wicked witch of the hat uh, never comes off of his head. Don't mess with professional athletes, people. They are a different breed. Especially do not mess with Cam Newton, Jim. Um, I do think that people do not understand, yes, that you know not only their ability to uh, use their strength to their advantage and just you know, get in scraps and, and win those, but how big these dudes are. Um, I will never forget the Panthers played the Vikings years ago at U.S. Bank Stadium. And after the game, I went into the Panthers locker room and Cam Newton was in the middle of the locker room. And I am telling you, Jim, one of the most massive human beings I've ever been around, even in a locker room with like Julius Peppers and with you know, all their offensive linemen. This guy was a mountain in the middle of it, like just enormous. And so like you can see it on TV and you can watch it and have an idea. But until you are up close and personal with him, it's like like I would not be surprised if those guys who were like he was throwing around like ragdolls were all six feet tall or taller. Like it's it's amazing how small he makes people look. And so just watching him absolutely yo-yo these dudes around was hilarious to me because uh, they obviously thought they were tough. They thought that they could do something. And once they got into the middle of the ring with him, they realized it was an entirely different thing. And Cam gave it to him and it was, it was phenomenal. It, it was. And it reminds me of the times... You could see Adrian. I, I was standing next to a Vikings offensive lineman once, and uh, he's sitting there and he's like mixing just the right number of amino acids and proteins and creatine. And he's like, he had a science lab set up in front of his locker just so he get the exact right amount of nutrients and protein so he could maintain his 330 pound physique, which, because he's an offensive lineman, also contains some fat because you have to ha carry some extra weight to do the job that they do. And Adrian, Peter, he, here he is trying to be a Mr. Scientist with his diet. Here comes Adrian Peterson walking out, nothing but shorts on, looking like he had been put together in a lab. And the lineman looks up and goes, and, oh, and, and Adrian was eating a muffin. And, uh, and the lineman looks up and says, what am I, what, what, the world is just not fair. And he's right. Yeah. The world's not fair. None of us can look like Adrian Peterson no matter what we do. And the modern Viking equivalent of that is Daniil Hunter. You know, again, we spend a lot of time. We spend time around Rudy Gobert, seven foot tall, absolutely ripped, zero body fat. We spend time around, you know, Anthony Edwards, one of the most physical players in the league. We spend time around all kinds of Vikings who are just huge. And, and you see Daniil Hunter with the shirt off. You go, that, that's not possible. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And I mean, yeah, there are certain like just genetic freaks that you learn about. And Adrian was one. I think Hunter's one. Jimmy Butler is another one. Like I remember Jimmy Butler coming to his first Wolves camp and, uh, you know, just noticing like how put together he was. And I was talking with his agent and his age, like he doesn't do anything. Like it's just natural that way. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's amazing. And, and I think, I think Newton, I think Cam Newton's in that category as well of just like unbelievably gifted, you know, they all do, they all work incredibly hard. They all do those things, but like, there are certain people that are just meant to wreak havoc and, uh, and you do not want to be on the wrong side of those people because they will absolutely have. The other thing is, is like, especially with football players jumping in, like to, to a fight with all these guys do is fight like yeah, f- their whole lives. That That's all they're doing. They're running into each other. They are pushing and punching and, smacking and and everything like they they are in their natural element when you try to meet them with force so um they are more than comfortable with any kind of physicality and so i mean it's just like like wrestlers you know like the like the greco-roman wrestlers like you don't want to get in a fight with wrestlers because that's all they do is grapple with people and they will take you down in no time flat. And that's what that's what most of these football guys will do to you as well. No doubt. I have another random NFL moment. We're going to get into Cousins and Jefferson and the Combine and some other NFL thoughts here. This is the Viking Update Show, by the way, part of TalkNorth.com. Uh, there, we have two NFL shows on the network. They're great companions to one another. This one is John Krasinski from The Athletic and Jim Suhan, me. From the Star Tribune, we've both been covering and watching the Vikings for many decades uh, we've been in all the locker rooms. We know the people. Uh, the other show is Jeff Diamond's Vikings and NFL Insider. Jeff does a great job, especially uh, with inner inner front office stuff, salary cap stuff. He's explained many times how the Vikings should go uh, progress this offseason. I highly recommend you checking out that show as well. When you find a show at TalkNorth.com, whether it's this or Jeff's or anything else, Chin Music, the baseball show, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's easy. Uh, the show and the network are made possible by our sponsors. We're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studios. We want to thank Defined Destinations, TSR Injury Law, Twill in the Dining Galleria, and Aquarius Home Services. And we do recommend you subscribing to any show you like. It's the easiest way to listen, and it is absolutely free. The other random NFL moment for this week was uh, Travis Kelsey kind of got loose from the pack and walked up to the podium at the White House uh, visit, and Patrick Mahomes grabbed him and said, no, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) It was the best tackle of the offseason. That's, I mean, and that, that is where Mahomes leadership comes into play, right? Like you have Travis Kelsey, which, who I almost don't blame because geez, he just won another Super Bowl. He's dating Taylor Swift. He has like the most popular podcast in the world. Like everything is coming up aces for this dude. And so he should feel like he can do that. But I think perfect for, to have the, the best player in the NFL just check him a little bit and be like, hey, bud, let's don't get too far over your skis down. I know you're a big deal. You're not that big of a deal. No, it's just beautiful stuff. All right, let's get into this. Uh, I'm going to make up this, this time of the year. It's speculation and fun season in the NFL. Uh, which rumor do you put more stock in? That Kirk Cousins will sign with the Atlanta Falcons in free agency or that Justice Jefferson will be traded? 
man, if I have to pick one, I guess I have to pick Cousins. Um, even though I don't think either one is going to happen. Uh, but if this team trades Justin Jefferson, just like, just, just, just fold it, just go. Like, what are we doing? You know, you have a face of the NFL, you have a prime, you know, just incredibly productive guy and super reliable, hard worker. I think wants to be here young, not even really maybe in his prime yet. Just give him all the money and and go forward with it and 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 do it that way. So so like that to me is the most inconceivable thing is like are you really going to trade a player as productive and marketable as Justin Jefferson? I don't think they're going to. So um so I guess I have to go with Cousins um because maybe there is a little wiggle room, maybe the Falcons, maybe another team just throws a lot more guaranteed money at him than than the Vikings are willing to do. Uh, but I still think Kirk is going to end up back here as well. I, I agree. Uh, it seems to be, that, you know, if you pay attention to Twitter anymore, none of us really should, but I still sneak over there every once in a while to see what people are saying. The, the hot internet rumor is that Jefferson is open to a trade and the Vikings are considering trading him. I don't believe it. Uh, the only, the only qualm I have about saying 100% Justin Jefferson is going to sign a deal and come back to the Vikings. And by the way, let me, Clarify too. The Vikings don't absolutely have to sign. We all think it's the best idea to sign Jefferson, and they actually benefit with their salary cap if they sign him and get to restructure the contract the way they want to, which is why I think it's going to happen. But they could even keep Jefferson for two more years if they didn't sign him to a long term deal. It would just cause some uh, uncomfortableness. But I just, the only qualm I have about saying 100% Jefferson's back under a massive new deal is we just still aren't quite sure we know how Quezzy thinks. I think that's very fair um, because I guess there's two parts of that, right? One is how Quezzy thinks. Two is how much is Justin Jefferson going to, how much pressure would he apply if Cousins doesn't come back, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it because like I do think that it's pretty well established that Justin Jefferson wants to see what the Vikings plan at quarterback is before fully committing to whatever he, whatever they can get done in Minnesota. So if Kirk cousins goes to Atlanta or somewhere else and the Vikings don't have a plan to move up and draft Drake may or Kayla Williams or, or someone or Jane Daniels or whoever, you know, Justin Jefferson really, really likes that could obviously throw a huge monkey wrench into the whole operation. And maybe Jefferson starts to agitate and starts to make it known that, Hey, this isn't where I want to be and I'm not going to be here long-term. And so then maybe Quezzy, Quezzy, uh trades him to try and just maximize the return right away. That's, that's possible. Um, it is also possible that Quezzy Adolfo Mensa like looks at this and, and doesn't believe that, paying a number one wide receiver above what a the the best wide receiver in the league makes and and below what maybe the best quarterback makes is is good business and maybe he tries to get cute with it and 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 kind of go that way that's possible um but uh so yeah I, I guess you cannot you definitely cannot say that uh for anything with a 100% certainty is going to happen like cousins is going to be here jefferson's going to be here I just do think, though, 
if they do get to a point where they do trade him, uh, it, it's going to be the most pressure that any team has faced probably since the Vikings traded Moss. And like when you when you make that deal, and it, you know it's going to you better hit a grand slam with the return on it because of the popularity of Jefferson, because of how good that he is. Uh, they're just going to have to really maximize it, and that's a lot to ask of any GM. Um, and Quasi Dofamensen being one of them. Let's get into the combine next and some other Vikings developments and uh, and and rumors, frankly. Uh, but first, we want to thank uh, Define Destinations. We want to hear about John's trip to Spain. Yep, going to Spain in at the end of August, August 22nd through 29th with Define Destinations, definedestinations.com. Would love for you to join us. If you've, if you've listened to Russo's show, you've known that he's gone on several amazing trips uh, with, with fans, with listeners, and they've had an, an incredible time. I hope that you will join me for a taste of Spain at defineddestinations.com. You get four-star hotels in the hearts of Madrid and Barcelona. We'll get airfare from Minneapolis to to go over there. Um, and incredible museum visits, uh, sightseeing tours, um, sangria and tapas tours, like food food tours. Like it's going to be a really really cool thing. We will spend some time together. We'll talk some wolves. We'll talk some Vikings. We'll enjoy two of the most exotic cities in the world, and you'll also have plenty of time to go out and explore on your own as well. And so. Um, I really hope that you sign up at defineddestinations.com, a taste of Spain, Madrid, and Barcelona at the end of August. It's going to be an unforgettable trip, and I look forward to uh, you guys all joining me. We also want to thank Aquarius Home Services. Scott for Aquarius, wishing you a happy new year. And happy, how can we be only halfway through winter? Want some good news? Now is the time to replace your old furnace and AC with a new high-efficiency whole home heating and cooling system. Because at Aquarius, you can install it now and not pay a penny until next year. Visit AquariusHomeServices.com and schedule your free estimate today. Financing offers subject to available credit. Aquarius, earning the right to be recommended. All right, John. So I've been very fortunate. I've done pretty much every job I ever wanted to do in this business. I've covered almost everything I wanted to cover with just a couple exceptions. Never covered a British Open. I always thought that would be cool. Never covered the Indy 500, which I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure I would have loved it, but it would have been an intriguing thing to do. Uh, and I never covered the NFL Combine. Of the three, the NFL Combine is the one I'm glad I missed. Uh, it's it, it's and you know, but I do have friends who covered it when it started, and there were like three reporters hanging out, you know, just just grabbing people as they wandered around. It like everything with the NFL, it has gone from this small little mom and pop oddity into a worldwide event. I'm not sure it should be, but it just it's it's a it's another way the NFL keeps itself in front of its fans during the offseason, which is great marketing. Uh, how much do you pay attention to what you see at the combine and what you hear coming out of the combine? Yeah, well, I I have covered the combine several times. I used to live in Indianapolis when I covered uh, when I was with the Associated Press, and so it, this was you know oh three oh four, so it's a long time ago now. But I have been there. Um, it is, I would say this. Uh, I I don't put a ton of stock into. 
40 times, bench presses, like what these guys do from a performative standpoint there. I mean, it, it, it helps every once in a while to see, oh, this offensive lineman is actually really, really strong. Or, um, hey, that wide receiver actually isn't as quite as fast as you think. So factor that into things. So that helps a little bit. But really, the value of the combine is that everyone in the league is in one place and you can wander the hallways of the Indian center of you can you can uh, kind of linger in the lobbies of the hotels right around there and you can find coaches, you can find executives, you can find agents, you can find scouts um, and have real face-to-face interaction and conversation with them to help you get you know information and and start to develop your opinions on players on you know hear scuttlebutt and gossip that's going around the league it's a very very valuable that way i do think especially let's say in the last 10 years it's become even more of a circus and it's sometimes a little harder to get in front of people like in quiet corners and really share stuff um but if you're enterprising if you have good relationships you can do it. Indianapolis is a small town, so you can find, you know, you can meet for lunches and day things with people um, and, and, and do it that way. But that to me is the real value of the event. And it is not um, it's no joke that way. There's there's just to, especially in the very sheltered uh, world of the NFL to be able to have a chance to roam a little bit freely, find people that you um that you need and have real conversations with them big time helpful and um and i I always enjoyed that part of of the combine Uh, we want to thank uh tsr injury law sponsor of this show also sponsored the john krasinski show john's show on the timberwolves it's one of our most popular shows at talknork.com as steve terry always tells me all you do is just let people know what the phone number is because once you call them they will help you and you will appreciate having known that phone number. 612-TSR-TIME. They will not charge you unless they win your case. They win a lot of cases. They're great to deal with. They're good people. 612-TSR-TIME. Also want to tell you about my favorite men's clothing store in the Dining Galleria or anywhere. Twill. Twillmn.com is the website. Twill in the Dining Galleria is the right way to think of it. And I've just been a big fan of the Brax pants. Uh, they're just, it's like, you know, I, I, I wear jeans a lot because I'm a sports writer and we all, we all tend to wear jeans a lot, but sometimes I want something that looks a little bit better than jeans. Sometimes I want something, frankly, it's more comfortable than jeans. It fits me better than jeans. Uh, and Brax has that. It's like they have, they have pants that look dressy. They have pants that basically are jean replacement where you can, you know, you can throw on a dress shirt, you can throw on a dress shirt and tie or a sport coat. And they will look like dress pants. Uh, I just love that about this place. So it's one of the many brands I'm going to be highlighting about Twill. Uh, but I also recommend going into Twill. The Dining Gallery is a beautiful place to shop. Stop by Twill. It's There's no pressure. It's experienced long-term employees who know their stock, who know their clientele. Uh, they just want you to come in and take a look around and feel relaxed. That's why I love the place. Scott, Day- uh, t- Scott Dayton's in there. Tell him we sent you. Scott's a great guy. He'll want to talk sports with you. Scott Dayton's Twill in the Dyna Galleria. All right. Uh, so Kirk Cousins is throwing. He's putting out a video of himself throwing. That's obviously a way for him to let other teams know that, yes, he's healthy. 
Uh, he's overcoming the Achilles injury. That's really not a surprise. I mean, even those who are not high on Kirk Cousins for whatever reason, nobody can question the guy's, uh, you know, intensity and willingness to work through this kind of thing. Yeah, no, one really does trust that he is going to put in the work that he wants to get back. Uh, yes, he does take Tuesdays off in the regular season, which seems to be a scandal sometimes for some people with uh, <laughs> with uh, with quarterbacks. But uh, but no, he he wants it. And when you put a video out like this out there, you also are using it. Let's face it, for a little bit of uh, negotiating leverage, perhaps. Like, hey, I'm showing all the teams out there. I'm doing what I need to be doing. I'm healthy. I'm I'm going to be ready to go by next season. Don't don't you worry about it. He's very shrewd that way. Um, and so, you know, I, I but I still think like it's amazing the way that sort of rehabilitation has come in the in the NFL, uh, how far it has come, because it was not that long ago where Achilles, man, you're two years out or you may never come back. And um, and now he's he is looking like he's on track to be ready to go very early next season, probably for the start of it. And when you put the work in like he does, when you utilize the resources that the Vikings uh, have for, for that kind of stuff, it is remarkable um, what they're able to accomplish right now. Cause that was a career ending injury 20 years ago. Uh, it was a multi-year injury, not, you know, maybe eight years ago. And now it's, if you, if you get hurt, er- you know, injured early enough in the season, you can make it back for the next season. That's looks like what he's uh, aiming to do. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, interesting development here. Even as we're talking here on Monday morning, the Dolphins are releasing veteran cornerback Xavier Howard. The Vikings are in desperate need of cornerback help. I wonder if he would want to be reunited with Brian Flores. That could solve some problems. Also, you know, one of the good things about the, the many good things about the combine is that, the, the general manager and the coach actually talk to people. And we don't always get that here. Uh, even And the Vikings are probably one of the more accessible uh, NFL franchises, but they just don't spend, they don't spend a lot of time in the offseason talking. Uh, and Kwesi doesn't talk much at all. So I, I think maybe, maybe that will give us some insights into what they're thinking. And maybe we'll hear more about Daniil Hunter at that point. Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the things about, um, these availabilities that happen during the combine, a lot of times you have a poker game going on uh, with executives and coaches talking about their positions versus what a, an impending free agent is going to want and, and all those things. But I, I have found that I think Quezzy is a little bit more candid, um, you know, than, than a lot of general managers out there. Like, I mean, he's not going to, show you all of his cards he's not going to be you know just like peel back the curtain and say hey come and look this is exactly what we what we think and what we're going to do but i do think that when writers um and media sit down with him in indianapolis you will have some sort of a feeling of where things stand coming out of it um and certainly i think the dynamics around a daniel hunter negotiation uh, the future of him is going are, are particularly interesting, just given that I don't think the negotiations have been real great the last couple of years. Um, I think that uh, I don't, I'm not sure that a ton of goodwill has been built up uh, between the team and 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 Hunter and his rep- representation. And so that probably adds a little bit to the fire. 
Um, they're just the, the Vikings pure need for high end talent on defense really puts them at a disadvantage in this situation. Um, and so I think that whatever happens with Hunter is really going to be a barometer on where they're going next season. Like if they bring him back, if they keep him in the fold, I think that the chances of, of this team bouncing back and getting back into contention in the division is much, much better than if he got, walks out the door and they have to find a way to replace him. Uh, no doubt about that. All right. Well, we'll talk more about the combine, about NFL developments, about which uh, Vikings rumors we think you should heed and which you shouldn't. Next week, uh, we appreciate you listening. Let's get a final thought from John on anything in the world he likes. I'll offer one as well. Thanks again to our producer, Brandon Morton. Thanks again to Aquarius Home Services, Defined Destinations, TSR Injury Law, and Twill in the Dining Galleria. Again, tell Scott Dayton we sent you. I highly recommend shopping there for gifts or whatever you like for yourself. All right, John, give me a final thought. Yeah, one of the things that's been interesting over the last couple of years now with the Combine is fewer and fewer high-profile players are actually working out there, in particular quarterbacks. And I do think that um, when you see, like, last year, C.J. Stroud's, like, test results uh, were were leaked. Mm-hmm. And that, that may have you know, kind of bumped him down the board just a little bit. I think things like that, I, I think that in the era of NIL, in the era of kind of, college players starting to understand maybe more of the power that they have, especially in this situation going into the draft, I think you're going to see less and less cooperation with the NFL machine when it comes to participating in the combine, when it comes to doing all of these tests that they ask you to do, when it comes, you know, all of this stuff. I think, you know, the Marvin Harrisons of the world can tell um, any team to go fly a kite um, in terms of like, well, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, you want to see me run the 40 at, in Indianapolis. You want me to take this, this cognitive test. You want me to do that? Um, I would just say, no, don't no, I'm not doing it now. Yeah. Go ahead. Pass over me in the draft at your own peril. Um, so I think you're going to start to see more of those power plays from the very, you know, top of the food chain, the most coveted prospects in the, in uh, going into the draft and just like, having them dictate a little bit more to the NFL versus the other way around. I think that's uh that's a trend that's going to keep continuing here. Good stuff, John. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, also check out the John Krasinski show on the Timberwolves here at talknorth.com.